Hello and welcome to Mike and Anivanka's Grand Podcast, episode 177 million. Um, 177 million thousand. Um, it's a podcast where we, we, we sit and talk to each other and figure out what we, what we think about everything. And um, that's, that's th- what we're doing this week. Um, my name is Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're going to talk about doing what you love. Doing what you love. Should you or shouldn't you? And how can you? And how do you get to? And um, in terms of work, in terms of creativity, in terms of playtime, leisure time. And also, like, you related it to trauma, (laughs) according to some. So, like, yeah, people doing things that, that they love tend to be successful in their businesses, but often that's born out of some sort of trauma, you well, I think a lot of people have ideas for that that they can really invest all of themselves into, mm. born out of some sort of traumatic event or some need yeah. to fix something or change something or make it better for somebody else or whatever that might be. I also think there's this just doing what you love um, is always discussed in the context of having to make money out of it or having to yeah. make a living out of it, but maybe you can have a job that then helps fund you doing what you want to do i don't know you know like why do they have to be related yeah why do they have to be money well yeah especially when bezos could just give us all pocket money and we'll be fine yeah exactly um so yeah that's the episode let's uh play the title music and any second get into it Nice. How's it going, Ivanka Magic? How was your week? I've had a lovely week, in fact, despite the fact that my mother went home on Tuesday, which was a bit... Mm, How long was she with week? you in the end? Two months. Two months. Two months. Croatia. And people go, to the people especially to Nick, go, oh, you, you're glad she's gone, aren't you? Go on. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you've got the real uh, sort of like mother-in-law humour. Yeah, and uh, Nick's like... like Englishman, yeah, Irishman, actually, Scotsman yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> take my mother-in-law go on take her uh no she's uh you know we, we're quite a harmonious household when she's here hmm. she's uh you know we've all we're all grown up so we can all go not now mother let's not talk about it. or she can go can everyone leave me alone for a bit i'm just going out on my own hmm. um so yeah it's it's she's we're 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 all happily rub along together in fact she spends most of the time bickering with my daughter hmm. um but yes About that what was sort of thing anything you can't tell me what to do granny you're not my mummy granny mummy's in charge not you oh granny don't you know what that, my daughter is so but that's what they 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 sort of have this bickery relationship i think uh but then they go off and do naughty things together like go to a cafe and have Fizzy mineral water or whatever. Fizzy mineral water. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, my daughter managed to persuade her to buy a fizzy orange juice and then realised that she doesn't really like it because she mm. hasn't had that much of it and it made her feel a bit sick. So, But my mum will, will buy her stuff that I won't. Obviously, that's part of your job as a grandparent, I think, yeah. to be Just know, as bad. A, as an aside, a Brexit result is that there's no... Because we buy bottles of fizzy water because yeah. it's nice to have water down your juice. But yeah. there's just none in the supermarkets anymore. 
Like there's None. a huge shortage of like bottled water of all sorts, but there's no sparkling water. I thought it came from the Highlands and the springs <laughs> of Buxton, but uh, <laughs> apparently all the trucks. There's just the Brexit problem. Really? Just, man, there's no, there's all these, it's not toilet paper this year. It's freaking bottled water. It's just nowhere. Sparkling water. Yeah. Well, so we can't have we have, we have plenty. And we bought one that was the more expensive, like the one that was in the glass bottles. And then we saw there was a product recall for that bottle. And that's the bottle I've been using for my bedside water. Uh, oh who knows God. what shards of, 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 of lead poisoning Badness. I'm getting from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, we have a... We can, we can have sparkling mineral water at home because that, that's one thing that they, they have got right here is this whole, or they never eliminated, I suppose, is that you can go and get a crate of uh, glass bottles of mineral water and then swap your bottles, take them back. Um, not that we do that that often. We just stick to tap water. It's perfectly drinkable. So we had that and then we went off on a little wild camp because hmm. we'd actually bothered to leave the island and get the car out and stuff. We thought we should go somewhere. So we went to a, quite a closed national park, didn't go into the national park and do the tourist journey because we looked at all the boats and it just looked full of people. Hmm. And we've got two dogs and I think it would just be really stressy. So we found a little spot by a lake and camped for a couple of days and some friends joined us who have a sailing boat. And the child was allowed to to drive the sailing boat. We so went for a little you sail. Said, you said yacht when you were describing. Well, it is a yacht. It is a yacht. But then they. I am being quite. I'm being sort of embarrassed. <laughs> uh, no, it does sound fancy, doesn't it's a it? Sailing yacht. House yacht. They, they live they on live a on. yacht. So, they live on a yacht. So yeah. it's a. I don't know how long it is. It's got two bedrooms in it, and a and a kit. You know, in a kitchen, mm. sitting room. So it's like a, yeah, I suppose it's like a static car- caravan. A static caravan on the water. <laughs> that lives in the water and goes places. But it was cool and it did make, Nick and I both, like, we've moved to this island, with, but we're not boat people, don't know anything about boats, never sailed, nothing. And uh, we, having spent the day on it and looked a bit, obviously it's very... Uh, controlled environment but it suddenly felt like something maybe we could learn how to do enough mm. to just b- bimble around in the summer yeah. um, so we'll see uh, but I think and it was nice to uh, it's nice to show your child to you know when you have when, when I my small child I like to Get, let her try things as many yeah. things as possible and sort of expose so she can her expose her to lots of variety yeah exactly i don't know what she's going to like or yeah. want to do uh so that was quite nice so it was, it was very nice and relaxing we've got home and then we have visitors in the form of my cousin's daughter my cousin who died his daughter's here mm. um and we haven't seen her for ages so we're all very excited she's here with a boyfriend who we've not met before and we're trying not to be like the embarrassing parent types but i feel like i have a duty to be slightly so what do you do <laughs> um so uh, yeah i'm practicing for when my child's in her 20s and starts bringing boyfriends home and i'm like you know when she's 35 and i let her right right you let her go out to the, uh, to the pub. yes so how All was right. your week how's my week we went up to liverpool on the weekend which was a short and uh, i mean it was the most rain that we could have possibly had uh, but in London as well like at Houston station it was absolutely pissing it down and then uh, we got up to Liverpool but actually like it wasn't nearly as bad as much rain as we thought it was going to be and we stayed in the Titanic Hotel which was which was, was nice um, 
and um, but it was a bit of a walk from uh, from 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 town, so I, I had a bit of buyer's remorse about it all. But it was it was it was nice. It was nice, and we just like loaded up on snacks and ate snacks in the hotel room and did all that kind of thing. That was fun. Watched the Olympics, um, and then um, uh, this week, um, I just feel like I've been. I, I feel like I am. I'm I'm running like hot at the moment I'm really enjoying I'm like getting loads done and I'm running like a hundred percent all day and I'm just like I'm really I sort of like this but I, I'll get to the end of the day and I'll be like I'll be sort of in this slightly sort of kind of wired kind of like looking around kind of state of mind but I, I'm like this I've got to be careful because if I if I if I run this hot for this long, then I'm going to lose a month if I'm not careful. I did take right. last August off, didn't I? Because, but I haven't. Yeah, mentioned. yeah, you did. So um, I, I maybe I guess I'm doing better this year, but like I've just got to um, I've just got to watch that. But I just feel like I'm I've got this pile of things in front of me that I'm trying to do, and I've done. I got I, I released that one um, thing last week, and I did another another bit of content this week where I went through how the podcast is how we record this podcast, and sort of I did a video about yeah, it step that. by step. Um, just to show all the ins and outs of doing what we're doing in this very moment, and that's all up on squares.tv. And um, just, uh, I'm just really enjoying it, and I'm talking to people, and but um, and I've been sort of at, like re reworking my shoe tap and like making that work a bit better, and blah blah blah. And then yesterday I went to a talk about. I, I went out for the first time to a kind of like super spreader event. Like a small super spreader <laughs> spreader event, let's call it. I mean, it, it was this thing for this app called Endless with three S's where it's a musician's, it's, it's for playing music with other people, sort of like you record a loop, they record a loop over the top of it and it's got some little buttons you can press to make nice sounds in it. And um, the guy there, Tim 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 Shaw, his name is, but his, his, his stage name is Tim Exile. But I, I sort of went there to see that and I thought like, so it was a bit of a... I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how much to talk about it, but um, it was interesting going out to East London and seeing this like containerville. It's called. So it's all these containers with like offices in them, all sort of stacked on top of each other, and all these things. And it feels like an attempt to address some of the stuff that I'm always complaining about. That it seems like there are other people worrying about like the, the co-location and they're living and working separately, and they've got people living and they've got people working in this sort of network of containers. Right, like, right, the, right. There are people like. It's good to know that, like, I am in a, I am a bit siloed out here, like in Queens Park in West London, like, and seeing that that there is stuff, there are other people worrying about the same things that I'm worried about, even if they're, you know, there's always a sort of air of over-designed, pokey, pokily small pretentiousness, over overpricedness to those things, but um, at least, um, at least they're like trying. But I, I had to listen to all this, like business talk of uh what did he call it oh the metaverse is like an online digital space where people create inside it and whatever different kinds of nfts people are doing and and like here is i think this market is going to run to, to trillions it's like it's not going to run to trillions it's a music app <laughs> calm down um <laughs> what's what's oh, an yeah. nft uh what do you, what's an NFT? They literally started saying, well, everyone knows what an NFT is at this point. Do you know, not, not know what an, yeah. a, a non-fungible token is? That, did you not hear about the guy that sold like a million 
£100 NFT of just his art. What's his name? Um, oh, I really should know it off the yeah. top of my head. It's basically you, um, like a blockchain thing where you create a token which you can is sort of represents something that only one person can then own and then you have a bidding war on that thing. So you can sell the sort of the ownership of some object or piece of art, digital or real, and then it just allows you to say sell that the ownership of the original to, to one person. And they're going for like there was a whole hype about it earlier this year where one sold for like a million dollars or I think it was even more than that. I'm trying to remember. Um NFT sale big can you eat it? Beeple is the guy, <laughs> and he sold one for like um, $69 million. That was it. Oh, like nice just, one. It was just like a grid of all of his artwork kind of thing. But it's like it's just this concept of ownership and collectors and, and that kind of thing on the blockchain. But yeah, um, but yeah there was, and this guy was talking about this blockchain. Because, you know, I mentioned our chain being proof of stake. Um, uh, when we did our blockchain episode, it seems like the one that's taking off is this other one called... Um, something else uh, tezos which is another proof of stake that i, I don't know it's, it's, it sounds like an interesting blockchain to keep an eye on but where this this musician was saying he's um sort of probably he, he's been sort of nfting a load of stuff and it's been sort of making more money than you could on spotify kind of thing <laughs> so um yeah anyway it was interesting it was nice to sort of like connect with that that world again although also sort of annoying to i should probably shouldn't say too much because <laughs> this is a public thing but sometimes i think people are asking a question to sort of try and ask a clever question than more to try and find out an answer from someone so you get this kind of like word soup coming out of people that just it doesn't really feel like what, communication you're talking about audience comments audience or? yeah and then um, but there's that's always the case it doesn't matter what the subject right, area right, right. it's like more more of a comment than a question but yeah. <laughs> here's something i want to say <laughs> it's like here's the thing i know like, yeah here's um, the thing i know and i want to say yeah, yeah. Or like just a very tenuous connection of something they want to the thing the speaker is talking about. Yeah. It's like then the speaker has to like tr tie themselves in knots to try and say, oh, yeah, maybe in the future. Oh, but the product manager's over there going crazy, worrying about, well, where's this on the roadmap? I'm like, just everybody just calm down and just be people with each other and just talk. It will be fine. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that. I, I did one of those. Let me play the break and let's get into the let's get into the topic. was uh, just played a little video of the celebrity silhouette a, a big uh, sort of cruise ship that was moored in Liverpool that Sharon's now following on the cruise <laughs> she was going why would anyone take a cruise from Southampton to Liverpool <laughs> but it was nice I it, it, think like, it's she, a valid question yeah. well she was looking at like the penthouse suites and stuff and it's like ooh, that's nice um but then the cheapest ones are like they've got no windows and they're on the inside but we walked past and some people waved at us from it and we waved back and it was like oh that's nice but yeah <laughs> we know also thinking about what you think about these uh, cruise ships is uh they're, they're, they're not great are they <laughs> no they're like yeah. they're, they've no reason to be no reason to be anyway no. doing what you love are you doing what you love 
What do you love doing? I thought, um, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. No. We couldn't figure it out. <laughs> we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I wasn't thinking about it that I don't. I, I always I, I may, spring a question on you. Yeah, I maybe don't know what I, know, what I love doing. Uh, I can get very. I do. I do love what I, I don't know. What do you love doing? Making music. Well, I, well, making think, apps. But, but, but here's, here's, here's Leave my me relation, alone. My relationship with things that I love <laughs> Stop doing. Talking to me. Is one of like rejection and and like unrequited love. You know, it's like I love. I love the idea of. I love. Like it's like I've always had this. As as I've got older, it's like I've had this feeling that I love love music, but music doesn't love me back. Like, <laughs> and it's it's um. But yeah, like I, I, if I'm gonna have a good moment, it's gonna be in that sort of fit of creative, like flow that that is is uh, that I've become scared of, but like also that it's sort of unparalleled, really, like as as a feeling, and I do love to do it um, once I can get into it, and and sometimes, and it's just what, but it's then it's always it always feels like it's not enough to love something. You've also got to prove that you're good at it and make money from it, or it doesn't count. Um, or it's a hobby or like if you don't want it to be a hobby then it's sort of offensive if someone says it's your hobby and like um it's weird but like i i like i love getting something to work i love like being able to i love feeling clever i think yes yeah. uh, i mean yes <laughs> i love feeling clever i think that's a that's a uh, you see i mean i i like doing lots of things hmm. that's i think partly my problem like because so if we take these examples of people that love what they do oh i love what i you know i i um i look after stray animals and i love it and i found a way to make it my my work or Mm. i love i mean I, I i don't know that i have a thing that i love to do but rather a skill that helps something happen and then and then it's finding things that I want to apply those skills to. Hmm. You know, well, well yeah. I think I think what, when I think about jobs, like we have this like this romantic idea of love that it's this lightning bolt from Cupid that's gonna like we see ah love at first sight or whatever. Like there's the romantic idea of like love that is this magical thing that, that. But I think probably most of the time people that talk about that are more talking about that sort of like um, infatuation kind of phase that's quite kind of drug fueled inside your own brain like it's it's giving you all these things here is a potential mate and then people get divorced once that kind of like dies down but there's the other kind of love which grows and you you can if that that comes from less of a sort of a a hyperactive place and comes from more of a okay this person cares about me and i care about them and, and we're starting to have these experiences together and it's growing and we're building this love and there's but then there's so so when it comes to a job it's like i can it's like if i don't necessarily know what i would love to do in advance i can certainly like i to do a job i have to learn to love some aspect of it yeah. i have to kind of like and we can learn to love things as long as they're not too kind of toxic or like abusive but even in the case of abusive and toxic things we can still love them or the people or jobs and but i think for me it's like i i can't really work hard on something that there isn't some sort of idea of i love some aspect of it but sometimes i'll you know just to be pragmatic i can like learn to love you know some 
you know, making, uh, I, learning how to get deeper into flash development without using the yeah. ID. That was an obscure. Well, I, I, I think, but yeah, but I think that that's the the the. I think this is a slight difference of, of so I love really what I love is I love learning mm. and I love people yeah. I'm doing things with people I like collaborate I like doing things together with somebody mm. or some other people I'm not really uh, I'm I don't think I get as much so it's that that sort of the doing things the learning that's when I I feel like I've done and of course you know I like finishing my day and coming downstairs and how was your day oh I was clever today did clever things today (laughs) you know and it's nice to recognize that and have those moments but but I don't think I'd get that sense if I hadn't learned something or or realized something or discovered something or communicated something whatever I think where we can get confused is when something's a challenge and a challenge is not the same as a learning like sort of for example like if you're in a sales job or something which I've never been in but you get given targets and you you know you're fi- and you get you get some satisfaction from that for sure like yeah. I've met my targets and I've and I've got my bonus and I and it's kind of like but I I think that's more of a of a of the sort of you could fall into the abusive relationship yeah. side of things well there's um, a dopamine but, loop as well it's like oh if I, I i kind of work hard i go through the pain and then i get a little rush at the end i get a little trophy i get a little kind of sales bonus but, yeah but but then if you're doing something like you know i don't know building a school for orphan children and you've yeah. got to go to a million meetings and get people to give you the money and you're you know you're like really having to sell you know that that's the same sort of challenge but you're probably equal in terms of potential for burnout in terms of hours in terms of work in terms of probably even more well at the end of it you've got something more than just a bonus to show for it yeah if you're really invested in the outcome then you're probably probably more willing to do stuff that you don't love doing day to day in order to achieve that outcome which is your sort of purpose so um that's yeah that's so maybe some of us would rather kind of stick on this like dopamine cycle and just kind of like feel comfortable and feel a bit more safe and not have to do the really hard core, core stuff that we really hate doing which i'm just describing my life i'm like i just wish i could uh, um i'm trying to like address the things that i hate doing because if i don't do the aspects that i hate i'm not going to be able to keep doing the thing that i i want to do that yeah. does is the thing i love that I am interested in but it's weird because circumstances are so much part of this like you kind of like have a limited menu of opportunities in your life these works outside yeah. my window are very obnoxious by the way if anyone can hear but, that I, know, I bet I can just about hear it mm. um, but I think there's this uh, the 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 act doing so I've just I've just drawn three axes Okay. So I was thinking about what, as you were talking, three I was thinking about what, three, three, three axes. It's a kind of like activities you love, things you like doing, hmm. learning, working with people, yeah. you know, like you can't just do, you could, and then there's like outcome or purpose. So yeah. if you're doing the things you love to get something that you think is worth doing, but then there's always going to be this element of things that you said, activities you hate, the things you hate doing, but do you hate them as much, you know, do you like can you can you reframe some of those things in your head so it's not like right i've got to go and have a sales meeting which i do hate i really mm. do i'm not very good i'm like well you know if you don't want it don't buy yeah. it um it's not find a way to sprinkle in some of what you love into the thing to make yeah, yourself or, or, do it like 
Or you've got to combine forces with somebody that loves doing the things that you don't love doing. Like, you know, Nick likes sales. He gets real satisfaction from business development type things. Ah, business development. Yeah. Blah. And I'm like, I wish I could so, find the person, but yeah, it's, it's tough. But, but I think what I, what I, for me, I think that sort of doing the, the ultimate aim is to sort of be able to do the things that you love, the you know, like do the activities that you love, mm. the learning, the making, whatever it might be, for something you love. Right. And, I, and, that, and the way you can get manipulated is when people trick you into thinking that the, for, that the thing you're doing it for is something you love, but it's actually not. They've missold it to you <laughs> or you haven't yeah. realised. Um, so, you know, yeah. canoni- canonical being, a, being an example of that kind of like yeah. manipulation. Um, but equally, like, well, I mean, my frame of reference just keeps staying in that sort of like what I do for a living, sit in front of a yeah. computer, getting money out of a computer, as my child describes it. Uh, yeah, mummy, get mummy gets, <laughs> mummy gets, mummy gets money out of the computer, and daddy does all the cooking. But um, but there's that kind, and then there's stuff like I was thinking on this sailing. I, I was telling you before the podcast, like people who spend their summers teaching other people how to sail. Is that doing something that you love or is that having to put up with other people so that you can do something you love? Wouldn't you rather, you know, would it be just as nice to, I don't know, earn some money in the winter so that you can spend the summer sailing and not have to teach anybody else? You know, what's the, I don't know. Yeah, I just had an idea for us. What does it mean, doing something you love? Let's, uh, after the break, find out the role of other people in doing what you love. That track takes too long to get going. Um, I uh, yeah, we were talking about like the role of other people in the doing things we love, and and in terms of your like having clients, or if you are if you love sailing or surfing or or making music, like yeah. there's this way in which um, it can. <sighs> like the first time I ever tried to make music for money like and it was this ad client and they wanted like three bits of music for some reel or something they did and and i had to um apply the thing that i love doing that was a very personal creative artistic process to this sort of client work and it had to be such a different thing that it was unrecognizable to me as as the thing that i love anymore because it was through this lens of oh can you make it a bit more street i'm like can you what are you what are you saying like someone who is paying you <laughs> thinks a lot of themselves has no musical language and like i'm like I, and i literally just said I, I i can't do this like this is not this and then i think about like the graphic designers and the people that have uh, have these creative skills that are then sort of selling those skills into these into this world that like treats it so far from the artistic thing that they probably love about it um that I was sort of glad that I didn't have to do that because but I still get to be creative as a programmer but 
no one else can understand the creativity the client can't go oh you know try this because i like it's this kind of sealed off mysterious world to them where i can be creative in and sort of enjoy myself without fear of interruption but when it comes to stuff that people feel like they can comment on that's like i i i could never quite bring myself to attempt that sort of thing but music is a very specific and personal thing whereas like user research you can't do without you know talking to people, talking to people and having some people involved um and or, or having a reason yeah yeah or teaching as well like you you it's it's it is i i, I feel like it's orthogonal to um to the thing to the to the skiing or whatever it is yeah but you probably if you can find a way to like get something out of the teaching that's going to help you in the stuff when you're doing it for fun you weren't saying skiing I'm just in a skiing oh sailing so well, yeah sailing. skiing's fine it's just as good an example yeah. um, I mean I've got this uh, um, I've got this post I was just looking at I've got this print on my wall and it's like it's it's uh, it says do it with love and it's yeah. like what's the difference between doing you something you love and just doing something with some love and respect for what you're doing I don't you know I don't know where that comes and then from that can you be because I think anyone who's trying to do something that they love they're just trying to enjoy their life aren't they <laughs> it's like yeah you just I just think the reason that you have to get something out of it in terms of love is that like you've only got so much time on this planet and if 40 hours of your week is doing something you hate for yeah. something you hate just because you need money like you don't get that time back no. Like there's no nobility in wasting your existence on, like it's. But, it, but then, but as you sort of implied, luxury. like does yeah. it let you get to do things outside of work that you love? So you put up with the pain to get the you know the stuff outside. And I know people that live like that, and I think they prefer it to 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 the sort of riskier trying to turn the thing that you do love into some sort of income money making yeah, yeah income it's the, the we're going back to universal banking it's mm. like but you know for example i i really love i think of all the things that i i do in my time outside of getting money out of the computer you know i like to cook i like to do it but i love to garden i find it very satisfying uh, and not in a kind of Oh, you know my garden if you looked at my garden i don't know if you'd think that i love gardening because it's not like carefully groomed but that's my whole philosophy but it but i could spend time in How nature convenient. <laughs> that's what i think oh no it's intentionally like that um but uh but but i i don't know that but it's backbreaking work to make a living out of it it's hard it's hard you know, it can be hard work and annoying just making enough growing your vegetables in your back garden, you know, if, mm. you, if you're if you not creating the time to do it. And I, I find, you know, the, but this, even the idea of finding, finding the thing that you love to do puts pressure, it's like a, it's like a ambition, it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it makes it like this thing that now, like, it's not enough to just love it. You've got to show that you're making money out of it. And that, that that makes it such a different thing and like no one's happy to just go oh no he's doing what he loves bit of a loser though that's kind of like yeah. if you're not also you know it's such a luxury though to to enjoy to find something to do that you really love it is lucky um and it you know there's so many little bits that come up uh, 
you know, the fact that you and I even have the time to set yeah. aside on a Friday to have a conversation about yeah. what it is to do. So that's already an implied level of luxury, I think. It is. I mean, yeah. I, but, but, I, but I also think that we're... we're to, I've, I'm struggle, struggling to doing this thought exercise. Struggling to do this thought exercise because I keep translating everything back into job and work and days of the week and weekends and it's like fitting things in and actually you know maybe that's not the the the, the like it, maybe it's about finding balance maybe it's about you know not giving yourself you know driving yourself to burnout in order to fund a, a winter of skiing but rather you know finding some sort of balance in life where you get yeah. to do some of the stuff you really love doing and not too much of the stuff that you really hate doing and you don't have well, to do so you know what I mean it's if like, you think of it in terms of relationships it's like if you can love someone but if you put all of your happiness on that other person like if you're kind of like no you have to be the source of my happiness and I'm not I'm not interested in anything else like yeah that's that's toxic that's that's not yeah. a good way to um keep that you have to have like a balance i think as you say like um yeah. and i and i had this guy and i wish i could find the quote but just i i saw this one talk it's probably a tiktok so it's impossible to ever find again but um just this guy going like people say you should do what you love that's rubbish like you should do what you can get paid for you can do what has value to others you can do and it's like okay yeah i guess there's i don't know i think you have I to find know. there has to be there has to be something in it like otherwise well, how do you pick yeah. anything like well like, you know you got I, I i think as well this kind of idea that um you know going back to your analogy i don't know about people like it's like assuming that money is the be all and end all i mean my father's very much like, i was like i want to study maths no you don't want to study maths you want to do something practical like engineering where you can make a living though you know like that was his philosophy you know that was his that's pretty old school i mm. think it's like uh, my my sister, uh, my daughter yesterday said to us, we were having a FaceTime with my sister, and uh, she said, "Oh, I want to be a clown." <laughs> and my sister goes, "There's not much money in that." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I don't want to have make money. I want to have fun." <laughs> like well, she's six. Go. It's like, uh, like isn't that the crux of this entire conversation? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but she doesn't want to be a one of those clowns with the red nose. She wants to be a stylish clown, like a proper like Cirque du Soleil or <laughs> a, like so. a, one of those. Sad that would clowns blow that her good. mind if I took her to Cirque du Soleil. Anyway, that's a good yes. idea. After <laughs> the uh, after the next break, shall we talk about um, this trauma thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's some train footage down from Liverpool I was quite into it so it's like a sparsely sort of craft work non-produced track but I was quite enjoying it then um, this uh, this uh, thing um, I, Synchro Moose has uh, said a couple of things my friend went to Australia to teach sailing and that was like an adventure and uh, he struggles to do I'm assuming he or she sorry I've just assumed um, 
they say I struggle to do commissions for music it's not really art at that point so I think just kind of like what we were saying but this yeah. Yeah, this trauma thing um what do you so you think like so I, I I can certainly tie that into you know two years ago I I, I sort of focused in on my mood tracking app and that's obviously like pretty closely related to a lot of my traumas and I suppose the music thing is like it's something I found in the midst of of um some dark time actually like do you know uh, last week we said um we said uh we were trying to think about how to celebrate the um the um what is it the glory like it was the 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 hope grit glory uh fear thing the glory thing and it was like okay i you know i said i want to think about like what i'm going to do as a trophy um and i decided right i'm going to let myself start having a little bit of a transformers toy collection <laughs> is that what you decided? So I is that where sound waves that I bought? Ooh, look at this guy! Um, but that was that was just like I just want a kind of cool music style thing. But I'm like, no. Whenever I achieve a little um, thing, I'm gonna just get myself a transformer that is commensurate or has the personality that sort of fits. With. And I was scrolling. I have never had this experience. And I, Sharon's all the time like scrolling through. I was scrolling through the transformers on eBay, and I was just like. No, no. Ooh, ooh, a star. Ooh, ooh, that's a, oh god, these Michael Bay ones. Oh, and like it's such. And I was like feeling so much excitement and love for this thing. And I, I would never let myself do it because it feels like such a regressive, childish. I don't want to be a man child with like a toy collection. But I do. That's one of the reasons the shelf is behind me now, so that I can start to like build celebrate it up. yours. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just also, I think it's a more relatable thing as well. Like, lots of people like Transformers, don't they? So if I just say yeah. I like Transformers, because I really do love that, like the G1. <laughs> but like it, and, but then as you say, the trauma thing, and not to like, kind of like, but we are talking about trauma in this context, but literally like, my mum died when I was six, and when, and my aunt came over, her sister, and I remember being in Folkestone at my granddad's house, and my aunt gave me my first Transformers comic, and I was like, Ooh. and I was absolutely like captivated by it. And it was, and then it was like all my pocket, I got like 32p pocket money a week and that all went, well, 30p and it had to go up to 32p because the comic went up to 32p. Right, right, but all right. of my pocket money just went on this comic. And every Saturday morning, I like wake up at like 4.30am or whatever. I'm waiting for the thing to come on the mat. Every school holidays, I'm like waiting for this thing to like, um, come on the t- if is whack a day going to have transformers this half term like it was so re- just like hoping for a glimpse of those transformers cartoons and like wanting the different toys and seeing my friend collecting the little stickers and my friend would have like you know you'd have a friend that had all of them and you'd have like just i'd have like a, a, a handful of like not very good ones but um timmy mallet exactly we had to i sat through a lot of goddamn timmy mallet in the hope of seeing a transformers cartoon that i didn't <laughs> want to sit through um but that was it was i had such love for it but i think that probably wouldn't have been quite as intense and it probably wouldn't be so um enduring as it still seems to be i still look at those little g1 like you know g1 optimus prime and like and some of these are like 400 quid now like some of these toys it's like so you know if i want if i do have a big i can treat myself to a proper uh, 
collector's <laughs> item transformer but like you know there's the ones i know and i know all the stories it was a marvel comic and it was great like it had such like because there was a uk version i'm sorry i'm really like rambling on about transformers <laughs> it's but it's a thing that i love you so happy it's a thing that i love <laughs> and do, i don't yeah. care i'm just gonna say i just love this world the universe they created where people like the transformers the movie like the main guy died like Optimus Prime died and it was terrible and and it was driven by this market force of Hasbro wanting to like release a new line of Transformers but they made this really like enduring film because they had they just killed everyone it's like and I'm like because I'm coming from a place of trauma and where people die and it's like yeah it connected with me in a way that like nothing else did and um yeah so I think um definitely that 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 it must be like it was that ray of a ray of hope that ray of joy sort of in like just a a whole a very dark childhood that that i think definitely has driven it it keeps it alive in a way um and then yeah i think that's brilliant i'm glad you found (laughs) someone i'm glad glad that you've identified a way to celebrate yeah, uh, and, I, and I, I've always known that you love Transformers, but I've never quite realised how much of Transformers so until this moment. But yeah, I, uh, I do associate too cool to trans- love toys, Ivanka. I'm too you're, cool for you're that. filed in my head. Whenever I see something Transformer related, it does make me think of you. So no. I, know, I know it enough to know no. that they're your thing. But um, maybe I think got drunk the, once and rambled on the, about it. The, oh, but no! So I think you ranted about one of the Transformers. Films. Oh yeah, yeah, I did that thing, didn't I? Anyway, go on, yeah. go on, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I think one thing we haven't said on the podcast is because you're talking about the trauma thing. Yeah. But I haven't said we haven't said it, which is that I met this guy this week who uh, mm. has helped a hundred startups get off yeah. the ground. Um, and he said, because he, but he wanted to only identify startups with purpose. So he had conversations with them. He helped them, and he said, like, of the hundred, only one failed. And his, 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 like, this is an amazing statistic, really. Mm. And he aligns the fact that purpose comes from trauma, and trauma is the connecting factor in all these people, in all these things. It sort of gives people a different drive. I didn't dig into it very deeply, but I will be seeing him again, so I'll have another conversation with him about it. But it's like this idea that if you're doing something that either helps you heal or to help help you help other people not experience the same trauma, or and he one of the reasons that he's very positive about the world at the moment and this was the i think he was like we have collectively as a planet this year we have all experienced trauma Mm. we've all experienced a traumatic event and he is hugely optimistic that change will come from it purpose will come out of purposeful change will come from trauma because trauma just i think you know that it is one thing that you and I share beyond a doubt as as two people one of the things that I think helps us connect is that we both experience traumatic events mm. that are on you know on a we many people are traumatized by different things but we've both had trauma and I think it just it does something it helps it is helpful in a weird way mm. it is helpful it helps you give give you perspective it helps give context and so you know when we, when i listen to people going you know well sod finding what you love find something that makes money it's like you then are what? you're gonna what? <laughs> then what 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 are you gonna do with that what you know and spend the money trying be? to feel happy somehow yeah like, on, a, on you know 
possession. On sort of like most people, you know, if you, if you drive, so so yeah, I think that's a. Um, it's it's a sad situation, isn't it? And it it is sort of ties back into that disaster capitalism conversation which we had twenty seven years ago on the podcast. Like um, <laughs> like it's 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 like purpose coming from or opportunities and purpose coming from bad things yeah. is it's a shame that that's how it's got to be but that i guess there's just a lot more bad things than there are I, like the, it's hard to define the good things but the bad things are very easy to i don't know and i don't know if that's like I, you know, it's just making it's like it's not a but I don't think one should ever seek tra- seek out trauma. No, it's exactly, not that's not the idea. I don't wish it happen. upon anybody. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, you know, well, there's the reason a strong you haven't got chance. a good business is you've had too nice a life. You need to <laughs> go. Yeah, go and do something bad. No, that that's is why not they have the, to pay uh, dominatrixes to dominatrices <laughs> to stand on their necks to try maybe, and like, get maybe. some sort of pain to to fuel them. I was aligning it with the adrenaline, uh, sort of adrenaline sports. I was right, thinking right. that the people that like those kind of massive thrill seekers are just looking for something that I'm not that interested. So I don't. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what you can't say that. Only then these are not. Uh, sorry, I'm getting all that sort of like you know on the subject of apologetic about not saying my friends on a yacht. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like not all traumas are equal, and just because you're successful doesn't mean you've had to have a trauma. La, 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 la. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird because like, well, how do you really action? How do you really take action on the the trauma having to be something? It's like it's 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 tricky because like it's not yeah. really. But it maybe it's just like we've all got something probably, and and it's all sort of like relative to your experience. So your trauma yeah. could be te- seem smaller, but if it's like we 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 have a trauma on a sort of similar scale, I guess, and then other you know you might have one on a smaller scale, but you can lean into that and if that drives you if that gives you purpose then that's that's cool like you don't have to go you know try and you know get paralyzed or something that's just no (laughs) don't need to go and kill somebody no my um uh though i I, I, i've just realized that i haven't told you the very best positive news that happens that's happened this week yeah my sister's foster son i don't know my foster mm. nephew got into university Yay! foster care to university the foster care to university my uh Good stuff. my uh yeah so and he got on the on the thing he wanted where he wanted so brilliant i was like yes good work foster nephew what yes. should we what should we do our fourth segment on um <laughs> just should you do what doing what you love what it feels like let's say yeah, i'm just going to play the last clip that is what is going on outside my window uh lots of work lots of jcbs lots of hammering lots of yeah god don't try and record a podcast with don't try and record anything really i'm just kind of like whatever <laughs> um do i think i i think it was, if if there's anything this year it's been like I, i've had this period of like essentially kind of passive income i've been trying to build the next thing or i've been try, i was trying to like work on the thing to try and like push it up once um once it dwindles once the stuff that i don't know how it happened dwindles but i was like Michael, you've got this time. You you need to make like 
I just put aside two hours, four hours, just to do something for fun that you love doing and do it on stream or whatever, play some music, learn how to do your weird graphics things and just do it on stream and then it'll feel like it's, you know, marketing or something. But just just do it and, and make the time to do it because you've got the luxury of being able to do that. So do it, Michael, do it, do it, do it. And it's... um. And it's and it's it's fun, but there's there definitely I've always had a lot of guilt around doing those sorts of things that seem like unproductive types of feeling things that I love or so, you know it's it's weird. But um, I don't I don't want that to turn into a sort of negative point. But sorry, that's the podcast. That's me. That's my personality. I'm sorry. You <laughs> can't help it. We're I getting back on Transformers it. in a minute. <laughs> Get me back on Transformers. Yeah, but, uh, but I think so. Part of the, uh, a bit of the conversation we were having this week as mm. well was like because um, this this guy that we met also happens to support two or three different businesses. Mm. He's also a freelancer that all somehow have a climate connection right. to them. And so we were talking. About, I was like, was that an active choice or is it? And he's like, that's where we talked about purpose because it just happens that the the purposeful businesses that he's picked up on happen to be connected to climate change rather than him actively seeking out climate change as being a theme and uh, and he was just talking about one of the young women from one of his organizations doing some uh, fundraising things riding a horse from land's end to john o'groats mm. or something obviously it's taking ages yeah. and one of the things she's talking about is like the need to slow down right. and you know like if you if you slow down and sort of limit or like uh, we've spoken about repeatedly is thinking about how much you really need to earn or how much stuff yeah. you really need in your life or how big your house really needs to be or how luxurious your whatever it is. Like if you can kind of cut your coat to fit your cloth a bit or decide how big your cloth is and then mm. cut, you know, then you, there is more space for freedom to then waste time um or you know like these people they're, they're they're the ones living on the yacht and they were like one of the things about living like this is that simple tasks can take much longer than they would in a house like doing the washing take in ages like, or, i remember when otto first got his boat and he was like talking about how he's going to do his wi-fi this and, and all, all this kind of like tech because he's like you know in that kind of designer all that kind of world and then like it like six months in it's like i can't i'm just I, I just want to have a shower and like <laughs> his expectations have been so shrunk from this kind of like it was like i think he sort of realized ah right yes the romance of it perhaps yeah didn't and, and that yeah there's the, I, and i think there's definitely a lot of that like what's your level of acceptance um of of you know how much how much discomfort are you willing to tolerate or how much luxury do you need? Where's your line? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, like that motorcycle trip was an opportunity for me and Nick to work out a lot about where our line was or what we wanted to do. But again, that's like massively indoor. And Nick was brought, then brought up the example. He was like, yeah, but hang on a minute. Like we all need to slow down. But what about the people earning minimum wage or less than minimum yeah, wage? You haven't got, jobs. can't yeah. slow down. There yeah. is no space yeah, yeah, for play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no time. And it's like, you know, again, I think in order for us all to slow down, the, it's, the, the answer still is you get the lowest. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to lift the bottom line higher yeah. so more of us can be content. And I think contentment is an underrated word. Is it even content or is it not 
crushed under the cold, yeah, unfeeling right. foot of capitalism. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like, is it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't have to be content. You just have to not be so over, like, overpowered yeah. by capital that is owned by other people that you can't even breathe. Which is the experience of most people, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is. That's why it is universal basic income, baby. Um, <laughs> so that just raise up the base level. Um, in terms of, I'm gonna just. This is going to be boring to everyone. I'm just going to, no, I'm going to say, I think like but doing. Say, I'll think, be the judge of that. I think you can definitely find a way to make something you don't want to do. Uh, into what, what I've got at the moment is I'm splitting my time between um, working on my app and working on my Squares TV website. And I've literally got in the Squares because I was getting all like uh, anxious about it. But I want it. But I've just put just have fun with it. Squares TV, you're working on this. Just have fun with it. So it means when I had the idea this week, right, I'm going to all my 150 email addresses that have been submitted through the app. I'm going to send each one of those people a video message introducing myself. Oh. Wow. And um, like just going and having a look at their what they've you know what they've shared with me and sort of trying to find out their real name from their email address and just saying hi and just doing a personal email and um it, but what but and 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 on the one hand that's let me sort of fuel my desire to like it's a bit magical for people I hope if they ever click on the email because it's got like this is a personal video message really like I, I don't know if anyone's gonna I haven't seen any evidence that anyone's clicked on it yet but I've done like fifteen so but what it to in order to be able to do that i get to exercise my other superpower which is like creating so i imported all of the email addresses from the other website and i've made a little thing that pulls in what they how they answered my quiz so i can see a little bit about them and i can see their links and then yesterday i just because usually i would have been like just get on with it and record the video messages but i was like no this is supposed to be fun so i'm gonna have fun i'm just gonna make my little system so that i can step through each person one at a time and get a little profile and see what emails i've sent before and like enter in their real name and like copy in an email that, that i have sent them like off the system and just uh sort of set the little thing make sure the unsubscribe thing make sure this button logs them in and just i just i do love doing that sort of thing and it's all to this purpose of being able to then just kind of click next and record another video message, upload it, blah, 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 copy the link in, duh, duh, next, find out their name, do the thing. And just having this really streamlined flow so I can do like 150 of them. But spending that little bit of time to kind of create, because I just love like building a thing that lets me do another thing. That I, And I think that's how you kind of create magic for people as well. And that's I just want people to be like, my favorite feeling is that, how did, how is this possible? <laughs> Like, I just love that. And that's what I want to give people. Like, how is this possible? <laughs> how, do you, how do you do this? I just want people to be so like, oh, I don't understand, but I love it. You know, that's just the feeling that I want to give people. So, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant, oh yeah, I thought I was just thinking about the, 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 the opposite of that. How, how could this happen? It's the... Why could this happen? How does <laughs> Why it, has this happen? Why does this happen? Why are you all putting up with this? What is wrong with everybody? Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's either the trauma part or the engineer part of mm. the like. Come on, people, we can do better than this. Um, anyway, yeah, yes. Any, 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 any thoughts to sign off on it? So we're at fifty-four minutes, forty-one wow. seconds. I think. I think one of the other things, I have got some thoughts, yes. not really a conclusion, but um, one of the things, again, this, uh, my new, my new 
BFF source of information for the podcast. The other thing you talked about is this curriculum this woman's come up with and the three principles of it, connecting with self, connecting with others and connecting with nature. And I think that the the connecting with self part of it, um, because it takes time and effort and energy to work out what you love. It's not that easy. It's really, I I don't know why we're so... You know what is the ma- what is the matter with us? Why is it so hard for us to sort of accept and celebrate and enjoy and a- what we love? And also the thing of like you have to nurture it, like sometimes to grow the love. And like you can be like, oh, that's nothing. And then if you d- you dig in a bit, it's like, oh, well, I'm actually right, find loads of stuff that's really fascinating. And now I'm starting to grow to love it. Like I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and understanding yourself about why you love certain things, why why you. Th- even you know why you hate certain things why you think you hate certain things Mm. why you love them why you think you love them it's like a bad job like going back to that toxic relationship thing Mm. like you could just really think that you could be gaslighted by your by your by the organization you work for you know manipulated into thinking that this is the this is the bee's knees actually this is normal no it isn't you're allowed (laughs) to go home on time and see people and go out and eat proper food and you know not live off toast um, or free food, pots of, uh, salad from M and S, yeah, or whatever it might be. So yeah, I think I think that you know self connection with self helps massively. Right. Yeah, person, and I think you know connecting with others, being part of a community, being with people that that yeah. help help you learn and help you do the other things is just really cool yeah. and necessary. And just once in a while, you have got to touch some grass. Got to as touch they some grass, say. man on Twitch. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. There is a subscription. And there, if you see there's the video episodes, if you click on one of those, it'll take you to the Patreon where you can support us. But last week's I have put out as a public video the uh, Fear, Hope, Grit and Glory, just if you want to see, because I talked about how they, I make them and I wanted to put the latest one. So if you want to see a full video episode, you haven't seen one, just um, the, the, the Fear, Hope, Grit and Glory one, episode 176, you can have a look and just you can see us. You can see what these little clips are. And you can join us live every Friday morning at sort of 10.30ish UK time on twitch.tv slash Forrest. Again, there's a follow button at the top of the website, grandpodcast.com. Where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. That's it. <laughs> That's sure. Ivanka.blog. Coming soon. Coming back soon. Um, <laughs> coming back to life eventually yeah. one day. And you can find me at come and come to squares.tv. Uh, that is where I am putting myself the most at the moment. Um, and so that is if you are interested in video production, podcasting, uh, live streaming stuff. Like I'm, I'm bringing together, I'm interviewing people, bringing together lots of stuff on that platform. And it's all really fueled by my Shoot Clean Camera Feed app, which you can get as well, which is just a little way of using your phone. Your good phone, phone's a good webcam. I am not using it for this stream, and I should be, because this uh, FaceTime camera looks like crap. Um, (laughs) So, that's it. Um, Hopefully, I've got to get ready on the buttons, we will see anything else we need to add. 
No, I don't no. think so. That'll do us very nicely. All right, perfect. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 B